please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Welcome to lunch with a veteran. Okay. Um, I, how, I how, enjoyed how, lunch. How about how about hold on one second? Okay, I'm going to restart. I'm going to redo that. What's your full name? My name is Robert Hoyt Hayes. Okay. Let me get that first. Welcome to lunch with a veteran. And uh, actually, we've already had or he's already had lunch. lunch. I have not yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll have lunch after. And uh, I'm here with Robert Hoyt Hayes. Okay. You are actually, you're a veteran? I am a veteran of the Marine Corps, served from 1963 uh, to 1967. Right, and that's, uh, you're also the brother of Diane Thackerson, who is former clerk of court, court. And, and currently manages our probate department. Correct. And, you know, saves... Saves me all the time, right? Which well, she speaks highly of me, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, I speak highly of her because she's a good you know, girl. I just think a lot of her, and mm -hmm. she does such a great job for us. But uh, so, do you go by Robert? Or Bob? I go by Bob. Bob. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for being with me today. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. So, Marine Corps. What What made you? You're You're from. Are you from this area? Originally? Yeah, actually, yeah. We were, I was born here and lived here until I was ten years old, and we moved to Charlotte. Uh, so I consider that my home. Cause sure. and, and then after I got out of the Marine Corps in nineteen sixty seven, stayed in Charlotte for about four, five more years, and then moved up to Troutman, North Carolina, where I spent thirty four years before returning here ten years ago. So you returned back to Shelby ten years. Ten years, yeah, because my parents were over here and they. Mm -hmm. Had gone into uh, from assisted living into a nursing home, and sure. uh, I had retired early and uh, was looking for a smaller place than what we had. And although Shelby wasn't my first choice, uh, it, it became my choice. So, and I'm glad to be back. Got a lot of relatives here, I'm mostly cousins. My, my mother's family were three. My dad's was eight. So that gave me a lot of uh, uncles and aunts, and they all had a lot of children, and those children had a lot. So I got a, whole, a, a number of second and third cousins. So we're, you know, I'm glad to be back. Absolutely, we're, we're glad to have you back. So, so uh, why'd you go in the Marine Corps? You know, I don't really know, but I, I, I think I can say that I knew when I was about ten years old that that's what I was going to do, mm -hmm. and so I just followed through with it when. Back in my time, there was a draft, which didn't bother me at all. As a matter of fact, on my 18th birthday in 1963, I signed up for a draft and went straight to the Marine Corps recruiter, signed up for the Marine Corps, uh, and they put me on a 120-day delay that, that turned, to be, turned out to be more like 150 days. And uh, I, I went to Paris Island on the left Charlotte on the 12th of September arrived at Paris Island on the 13th, which happened to be Friday the 13th. Uh, and I asked myself, what the hell am I doing here as I stepped off the bus? It was the real Friday the 13th. It, it was the real Friday the 13th. Yeah. And, but, you know, like I say, I went ahead and did my four, did the, uh, my time, and uh, 
to me, I think it's probably the best education I got. Uh, probably the most important thing I learned or uh, was self-discipline, which I will admit I did not have prior to going into the military. And the uh, second thing is uh, the, the value of teamwork. And the last thing, and probably one of the most important things, is what I call people skills. That and all of these things uh, helped me later in, once I was out of the military because I never meet a stranger because I've already met him and the chances are pretty much that I actually live with him for, for a number of years. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best thing happened to me, best education. I agree. I was in the Navy for mm -hmm. four years. It's the best uh, real-world practical yeah. education I ever Yeah, had. and it's, it, I don't know whether it makes him maturity come faster, but it, does. it, but it uh, you know, like I said, everything that I learned while I was in the service, uh, you know. So let's talk about those three things. You said self-discipline. Self-discipline. Mm -hmm. Including a maturity aspect. Yes. And you talked about um, teamwork. Teamwork. And you talked about um, people skills. People skills. And I'll get to people skills. Let's start. <laughs> I mean, people skills. A marine with people skills. Of Let, course. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Let's start. I'll start with uh, with uh, uh, self discipline. Self discipline. What is it? And why is it important? Okay. Why is it important? Yeah. Uh, because. Uh, you, if you don't have the discipline, then you're not going to be able to succeed. You have to have a goal, uh, and you have to have the discipline to to pursue that goal, even with a few setbacks. But what uh, if you get up and you don't fit there? You just got to go. <laughs> I mean, right. it's simple. It's, yeah. it's, it's like I can tell you plenty of times I didn't like getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, and I didn't like going outside when it was freezing cold and running two miles or three miles. A lot of things I didn't like, but I did them. Because that was what shape. was required. It kept me in shape. That's what you had to do. That's what I had to do. So yeah. I just did it. You know, just just, just a procession of it. when you're going to want to do something, then you have to have a plan, and you have to follow that plan. Mm -hmm. And you know, and everything doesn't work out. You know, I wish I could say, you know, everything was great. You know, along along the way, but you know, I made my share of mistakes, and probably uh, a lot a lot more than I should have if I'd have followed my that basic principle. Which by the time I was in my thirties, I did do, but right at you know 22, 23, 24 years old, when I was discharged, I was twenty-two, mm -hmm. and turned twenty-three four months later. So, uh, uh, so, but I still was, you know, I was better than I was when I went in, and then when I got out into the real world, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't put this, you know, pay attention to what's going on. You can tell me something, and you know I'm gonna believe you until you do, until you prove me, prove yourself right. wrong. Sure. Uh, and uh, you, you know, like I say, you just just do what you have to do mm -hmm. to achieve what you want to achieve. And you know, it's always better to get along with people than to create enemies. Now, that's not to say that that, that uh, you know everybody's your friend, but you know, I, I really believe that friendship is very a limited number of people. But you'll have a lot of acquaintances going through life, and you know you just segregate the two. You know, but you treat everybody uh, the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. So what about so? So that goes kind of into the teamwork part. So self discipline is self important because self discipline is going to, you know, it's going to get you. You know, it's going to get it's, it's going to put you on a path yeah. that you choose, and uh, you know, and. Setbacks are just what is just that they're setbacks, you know. 
That doesn't mean you quit because something didn't go your no, no. way. A lot of yeah. times they're learning. Obviously. Well, that, that definitely so, you know. So. The toughest life lessons mm -hmm. sometimes are learned that way, which is important. I feel like when you live in a society mm -hmm. where well, you have to get you along, can't fail, you know. But but the society now where you know you can't fail, you, you know, you know. But 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 really failing, you know, is just part of learning. Mm -hmm. So you know, if, you, if really the people who achieve their goals are the ones who don't quit on them, I guess. So you need that I agree with that. And I've heard a lot of people say, I've said myself, the world would probably be a better place. Mm -hmm. our, our country would be if, if everybody <laughs> went in the military and got some, some of that. Well, you know, I, it's, like I say, discipline is, self-discipline especially, you know, you, discipline, most people think that's, you, know, you got somebody telling you what to do. Well, that might be, you know, I don't care what you do. We always have somebody. You're going to have somebody telling yeah. you what to do. You just have to decide what Your you want to do. Your sister tells me what to do. Huh? Your sister tells me what to do all the time. Yeah, she's trying me too. Uh, but you know, you just you know, you, you do what you have to do. I know it's it's that simple. Yeah. You know, you, you you set a goal and you lay out what you need to do and, and and you follow that goal. So it's hard to accomplish your goals in life without working with other people, which is part That's of teamwork, team right? That's the teamwork so and the people skills too. For that so it's matter. not the marine, the United States Marines, the United States Marines, plural, right? So it's right. multiple people. Yeah. And you're in platoons, mm -hmm. right? Right. And, and you know, you, we then in that, that platoon, you're broken down into different uh, sections okay. in that platoon. Uh, you know, in, in my particular case, uh, I was a uh, radio operator that was trained in close air support. Went to Naval School up at Little Creek for that specific purpose and was stationed in Camp Lejeune, what we call the Triple Deuce, which is Secretary of Second Marines, Second Marine Division. I was in communications platoon because I'm a communicator, and I was in a sub-section called TAC Party, which was Tactical Air Control Party, which was, we controlled air on a battalion level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and uh, we had wire people in wire, we had, uh, back in, we didn't have computers back in that, back in that day, uh, on that level, you know, and uh, we had regular uh, people that worked with artillery, that worked with the uh, uh, 81 mortars back in those days. And that, that's basically what a communications platoon did, plus it was the message center for communication from battalion to the companies. Okay. So. Cool. That's yeah. a very important job. Yeah. And you were trained at uh, Little Creek, Virginia? Little Creek, Virginia. I, went up with, I think it was six weeks of school. And it was like a, uh, you know, it was like a job. You know, we, uh, we, we started classes, I think, about 8 o'clock. Uh, we went for about three hours. We went to lunch. And then we had classes for another three hours in the afternoon. And just, you know, map reading is part of that. How to, you know, calibrate a compass. Uh, uh, you know, and... Uh, get on the radio and there's certain procedures you follow and uh, you would call in the, the uh, aircraft, you had their call sign, you'd call them and you'd tell them, give them coordinates and then they would have to find their way to where you, where the coordinates were and actually we did a lot of live fire and uh, in Bear Creek, which is at Camp Lejeune, uh, the, the gunnery range there uh, and then I was stationed in Hawaii uh, in uh, on Oahu at Kaneohe Bay, uh, and we had a live fire island called Kalavi, which is right across from Maui. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we just give them coordinates, and then uh, they'd find their way, and uh, we'd tell them what the target was and what the ammunition we wanted to use, which was either rockets, bombs, napalm, and cannon or straight. 
and they go bomb the island. Mm. They go bomb somewhere on the island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah. And um, um, Kalavi, Kalavi was a uh, was a live fire island that the the government took over right at World War Two uh, for training uh, then, and it is now no longer in existence. The same as. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Viegas, Puerto Rico, uh, was also a live fire island that, that we worked on uh, in, in Puerto Rico. And uh, I don't think it's a live fire. I don't know if there are any more, quite frankly. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are somewhere. <laughs> Out in the desert, from what yeah. I understand. And uh, so, so that took a lot of teamwork, right? You know, just to... Yeah. Uh, to coordinate, mm -hmm. to work with everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't work unless no, you, know, you work together. Yeah, you got to work together. And that's a real-world application outside of yeah. the military as well. Same thing as uh, when I got out and got a job. You know, same thing. You know, uh, you had a group of people that uh, uh, you had to work with, and they, uh, they different people had different skills, and uh, those people. Uh, you know, you're successful because you're smart enough to get the person that's smarter than you, and you don't let that bother you. You just get them to do, you know, sure. get them to tell you what to do without them realizing they're telling you what to do. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, but, uh, you know, no doubt about it. My dad was in the military. He, he uh, and one of the things he told me a long time ago, which took me a while to figure out, is, uh, and you have to be secure in yourself to do this, is to always hire People who are smarter than you are. Mm -hmm. That's true. a pretty smart guy. Well, but 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 uh, but you know, I mean, he would put together good teams. You know, really good teams. They could get it done. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, and the third one was uh, people. The people skills. skills. Yeah, people skills. Yeah. How is going into the Marine oh, Corps yeah. give you any people skills? Well, first of all, it takes you. Those are trained killers. Well, yes, yeah, true. Supposedly claimed to be, and that's true. Uh, but it takes you out of an environment of which you're comfortable, right? right. Generally, as you grow up, and uh, you know, it's like when I was growing up. You know, my world consisted when we were in Shelby, yeah, uh, of Elizabeth Baptist Church, People Elizabeth School, mm -hmm. and my relatives. Yeah. Then we moved to Charlotte, and uh, I was ten years old when we moved to Charlotte. And then I, I saw a lot of things there that I didn't see here. You know, uh, uh, Southern Baptists are a strange breed. And uh, I was taught at an early age that if you want a Southern Baptist, you weren't going to heaven. <laughs> I go to Charlotte, and uh, two houses down from me lives there's Catholics. Across the street from him lived some Jews. And those were people that I were told were never going to make it. And uh, I would say within a couple of months, I realized they weren't any different than I was. Right. You know, and uh, so we, we built friendships starting there that I still have to this day. As a matter of fact, uh, I play golf on a regular basis with uh, the Catholic guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was, all, he was in Vietnam. He's a year, two years, no, yeah, two years younger than I. And he was in Vietnam and... Uh, Severely injured in 1968. I was out, like I said, in 67. But we've been playing golf together since he came back from uh, the hospitals and stuff back in 1969. And uh, to the present day with, you know. So, 
you know, you just do it. It, it exposes you to a lot of different people. Yeah, and, you know, and, you know, like, like I say, you, you, that's what you need. If you're going to get along in the world, you know, everybody's not going to be like you and they're not going to be in your group. And in the military, it puts you in with people from all over the United States. And when I was in, you know, people from other countries, too. Mm-hmm. They can come into the Philippines and, and there's, uh, I want to say, uh, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Was it, or was it, uh, was it uh, Liberia, I think, can enter. We had people from different countries who had agreements you know, the connection to the U.S. Yeah. military. We Puerto have, Rico, yeah. um, just tons of different yeah. uh, ethnicities. Well, we had a lot of Puerto Ricans, and we also yeah. had, a, we had uh, I served, I'm going to take them, I'm going to say about at least four or five Canadians. Uh, okay. Three of them being French Canadians, the other right. two just being over from uh, the middle of the, over as far as uh, well, Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's a, uh, you just have to learn. The world gets a lot bigger. Too. Yeah, it is. When you agree, you become much more worldly. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. You do. I mean, you know, and and, and, uh, and you well, you're not as isolated. You, you get not to learn as... to hold. I remember some of my mortal enemies at first in boot camp became some of my best mm-hmm. friends. Like I had this knucklehead guy from the Bronx who would not quit yeah. busting my chops <laughs> because I was a Southern hick at that yeah. point in time, right? Right. And uh, and I'm sure I sounded like Jethro to him, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, at some point, I got tired of that crap. <laughs> and, I, you know, we, we came pretty close yeah. to, to having it out well, in a big way. And then, and then you know, you, you learn to respect each other mm-hmm. and work that out and move well, on. You know, I think yeah. you, you learn to respect because you're working in those circumstances for the same thing, for the same goal. Yeah. And as long as uh, you're on the same page, you know, the respect is there. And the other thing is, you know, you can't respect somebody if you don't respect yourself. You know, it's, it's 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 hard to respect, you know, uh, somebody that uh, that you don't necessarily agree with. But you learn over time that as long as there's, if they really believe something, you know, you can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And that's a common phrase I hear all the time. But it's not meant in earnest by a lot of people that say it. You know, but uh, you know, I. I I, I I say it, and I, I agree with it. You don't have to agree with me. You know, I'm lucky if you agree with me 65% of the time. I'm satisfied with that, you know. But I don't have much tolerance for my way or the highway from anybody, period. Sure. You know, and uh, so, but... It makes you much more open-minded. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to be. Because <laughs> it ain't going to go your way all the time. It's not, no, no. I agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I mean, so, so, I appreciate you coming on and, and doing this today. Oh, I, it's, uh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I really do. You know, the top three things that you took out of the military as a Marine, which you don't think of this going in, maybe you do self-discipline, but is self-discipline, teamwork, and people skills. Nothing will give you people skills like throwing you no. in with a bunch of other it's, kids it's living from all somebody. over the world and, yeah. and the United States. Well, like you were talking about the southern part. Yeah. Uh, uh, most of the people I served with were not southerners. No, yeah, my, my, the same thing. You know, it's like when I went somewhere, 
uh, I was at, like I said, when I was in school in, in Virginia. Uh, I went back to Tutu. I was there for almost two years before I went to uh, First Anglico over in Hawaii. Well, well, I was much more of a character to them, I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I checked in. When I checked in, the guy was a, a, a corporal from uh, named Larry Kelly, who was from Griffin, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And he said, you, you from the South, aren't you? And I said, yeah. And he said, where? And I told him, he said, he said well, I'm going to get you checked in because I I'm going to town tonight. Would you like to go? I said, well, I don't have, you know, a liberty card. He said, well, I'll take care of that if you'll go. I said, I'll go. And he said, I said, why are you doing this? He said, well, us southern guys got to stick together. You know? So I went to town the first night there, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. If anybody is in the military and gets stationed in Hawaii, you can't find a better duty station. I went through Hawaii a couple times. Mm -hmm. Just, just visiting. Stop. Yeah. Stops off with an aircraft carrier. Air, air, air. Which one were you? Um, the Constellation. Constellation. Yeah. So, yeah. I was trying to think today. My mind don't remember it. Then I'll go back. But my job, especially in, in Hawaii and in Anglico, was go to Kalabi to qualify carriers going to Nam. Mm -hmm. uh, all carriers that uh, went as well as cruisers mm -hmm. and destroyers had to had to be qualified by uh, Anglico. Uh, before they went on went to duty station overseas, and uh, I think uh, I did three in Kalabi, and they took us one time back in 1967 in January, and went back to uh, uh, San Clemente. The Navy has a live fire station there, sure. and I, I remember that one distinctly because it was because we left Hawaii and took all of our equipment, jeep and trailers, and. Uh, Radios and got on a C-130 and took a 10-hour flight to get up get to San Diego yeah, at North Island. Station. Station okay, Island. and then we yeah. stayed in the transit barracks while I was there. Mm -hmm. We were there for the whole month. We left on New Year's Day mm -hmm. and came back on the 31st of January, and we worked the weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and complained. And the rest of the time, we were off. <laughs> in, in San Diego. In, in San Diego. In treasure, in, yeah, in yeah. North Island. North Island, yeah. Uh, in the transit barracks, yeah. That's a nice base. Yeah, and it was the Bahama Richard. That's, I remember that. They've got a good ship. golf course on that base. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I first round of golf I ever played. Was it really? It really. I, with my buddies, rode around and been to driving range and been to I never played golf in my life. And we were there and we had all this free time. And they could do pretty much what we wanted to. Uh, because our ALO left. <laughs> we had stuff to do. So we could do what we wanted to. And there was... Three guys play golf and said, uh, let's go play golf. they got a good golf course here. Nobody else, and there were seven of us, six of us in an office. And uh, nobody else wanted to play. And, and they said, I said, I've never played, but I don't mind going. Give me something to do. So I went, and this is no lie now. I shot 110, and I beat the other three guys, and I never played around the golf in my life. I just hit the ball off at the driving range. And that's all. So I said, man, this is great. I'm, I'm going to take up golf when I get back home. I got back home, and the first job I had, the guy played golf, said, you want to play golf? I said, sure. So I went out and bought the clubs and everything, went and played golf, and I didn't break 130 for the next three or four years <laughs> after after I took it up, you know. Yeah. But uh, I got better as time progressed. So. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, I mean, that's that course out there is, uh, you know, it's, it's like a resort golf mm -hmm. golf course. Well, we had one at the uh, same at, uh, at Conneaut Bay. It was supposed to oh, be I'm one sure. of the better ones. Oh, sure. yeah. And I had 
been over there on police detail, and any veteran will tell you what police detail is. I'd been over there, but I'd never, never, never had a desire to play because when we got off, I went to Waikiki. I didn't have time to do anything, mm -hmm. and we spent our weekends in Waikiki, which uh, was uh, interesting and fun. Mopping up bars. No, I never. I'm not a big drinker, but you know, I I, uh, I thought I thought you meant police duty, maybe going out and making sure the Marines were all. No, 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 no. SP still did that. Oh, okay, Harvard, okay. Uh, people did that. Uh, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. No, no. Uh, police okay. details. Janitor picking up paper, picking up cigarette butts. Oh, are they? That, okay. that, that's what that is. That's okay. cleanup. And uh, but uh, I, when I went to Hawaii, I knew the Japanese had bombed it and they had pineapple. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't that's all you knew about Hawaii. That's really about it. And it was the 50th state because sure, sure. I was, it was 59. I was in junior high school in 59. Uh, that's about all I knew. And I'd seen some Charlie Chan movies, so I, which only had one, I think, in Hawaii. But anyway, when, when, when I got there and I found out the number one industry is the military. Yeah. Not any of that. The second industry is tourism. The largest group of tourists, single young ladies from 18 to 24. I'm 22 years old. Well, I'm 23. Sure. 20, no, yeah. 20, yeah, 22, yeah. 20 and 21. Yeah. Uh, and so that fit right in for what, sure. what I needed to do. And uh, met a lot of people. Met a lot of people uh, from far, you know, uh, Asia, Asian countries, and a lot of people from New Zealand and, and Australia. Right. And they have a tradition that uh, the, in uh, New Zealand and Australia, but more so in New Zealand, where they go back to the mother country, which may be Canada, which may be England, or wherever it is, when they when they finish high school, within within one or two years. And I, I bet I met thirty. At least that many, you know that that's what they were doing. They were on their sojourn, as they called like it, pilgrimage or something. Yeah, back I, th I think they said sojourn. 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 Yeah. Sojourn. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, it was interesting. Cool. Well, I, I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Valuable life lessons, and uh, you know, I think uh, I do. I think our young people today could could really benefit. From yeah, you too. Those yeah. Things that you that you learned in the military. All right, well, thank you. This has been okay. no lunch with a veteran today, right? But, but, but well, I, had lunch. With a veteran. I had lunch. There you go. I had lunch. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll continue to bring these to you. Thank you so much, okay. sir. Thank you. We take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We 